With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. It's your boy, Kyle. Here again, episode 40 of the Oh No Disc Golf podcast. Coming in hot with my best friend in the entire world, Eric Wolverton. How you doing today, bud? I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful weekend of disc golf and looking forward to a wonderful week. Good to hear. If this is your first time here, my name is Kyle. Here with my best friend Eric, we do a show where we talk about disc golf. So buckle up. And other things. Other and things other things. About. Some sometimes. Opinions, facts, you know, only the best stuff. Tangents and Oh yeah, tangents. Speaking of tangents, Eric, what's your tangent of the day? So this might be a little controversial, but disc golf isn't that hard. I started to think about disc golf in this way. So there's 18 holes, right? And at most courses, when you're competing at a tournament, getting a nine down or half the holes is seen as really well, which is only 50% of the holes. If that was a test, you would be failing. So it really shouldn't be that hard. It's just all about practice, right? You would think. I'm not good, so don't think it is I'm like making fun of people who aren't good because I'm horrible. I'm really bad. I, I don't get close to shooting nine down. But it shouldn't be that hard. I just need to practice more. I feel like that's anything, though, weirdly. When you, like, break it down to its most essential parts or, like, its basic parts. Yeah, so what made me think about it is I used to play baseball, and my baseball coach always told me, if you're hitting 300, which is 10 times up to bat, you hit three of them, you can get paid, you know, at the big league levels, you can get paid millions of dollars to hit, you know, three of the 10 balls that are pitched at you. And it's like, holy cow. Again, I sucked at batting, so it didn't matter. I was hitting like one out of ten if I was lucky. But yeah, when you break it down to percentages, it's not that bad. And it's easier to cut yourself some slack, too. Or to like yeah. give yourself some perspective. If you're shooting yep. five down, you're doing great. Nine down is within your grasp, potentially, yeah. depending on the course. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it's like a, if it's Cass City, like it's Cass City's a birdie or die course. So getting nine of 18 holes, you just have to throw essentially nine really good shots on nine of the holes and then make an easy putt. And then the rest, you can kind of just, you know, throw it halfway up the fairway and, and play for par. I mean, again, probably I'd never do it because I just have my foot on the pedal just trying to, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot 18 down (laughs) kind of, kind of mentality, but. It's a fun way to look at it, I thought. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Today's episode is supported by our merch. Head on over and buy it over at our Teespring store. Use code ONO for free shipping. 
Use the same code over at StarFrameDiscs.com to get 5% off of any disc golf accessory or disc. If you want to talk to us directly, you can literally message us. Hit us up on Instagram. Say hi, you beautiful fucking people. Small disclaimer. It may take one or two messages before we remember to message back. Just just throwing that out there. Coming up on today's episode, episode number 40, we're going to talk about our personal disc golf life. We're going to talk about some of the big contracts that have already been signed in the professional disc golf world. And we are going to give you guys our top five dream off-season sponsor changes. Yeah! The world is a dream. Tell me about your uh, end-of-the-season party. So, if you tuned in last week, I was kind of bragging about how great the community was and how a lot of people donated stuff, and as it got closer and closer, it got even better. Um, We had more disc donations that we did as long drive contests. So, there's like a... You guys have seen me throw off of it. There's a 40-foot hill, maybe? 35, 40-foot hill, and we threw off that hill towards a pavilion that we kind of use as like our headquarters or whatever. Yeah, tournament headquarters. So we had, you know, an extra like fun game for that. And then uh, Nate from Die Fly Discs brought, made tacos for everybody for, you know, a meal afterwards. And yeah, all the, all the extra donations got thrown in. It was a wonderful day of disc golf. There was, uh, it was really close all the way to the end. It was First place came in with a negative 12, second place with a negative 11, and then third place came in with a negative 10. It's good shooting. Yeah. I mean, it's doubles, so makes it a oh, little okay. easier, but it's, right. still, it's still really still good. Still good shooting. Yeah. Everyone had a lot of fun. They're pretty pumped. We're starting um, winter weekend leagues in the first weekend in November, and everyone's pumped about, about that. So it's going to get pretty chilly. Actually... It's not supposed to get that chilly. I seen, you know, the average temperature for throughout the winter is supposed to hover around like that forty-five to fifty mark for most of most of Michigan. So it really isn't even that bad. Yeah, that's that's. But then it's just going to be muddy, which is also going to suck. But whatever, I'll play in anything. <laughs> I'll I get over it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. So the biggest thing. We're worried about, and so in Cass City, that hill is a sledding hill. So now we have to deal with kids. So we may be playing like a temp basket for the winter. Um, not only if there's not kids on the sledding hill, from the kids sledding up and just sledding down it so much, the sides of the hill turns into like a, a sheet of ice where you can barely climb it unless you have some pretty pretty tough boots. And uh, yeah, so it gets, gets kind of dangerous. So we'll probably... Be playing a temp hill if it gets too snowy, but temp hole? Did I say temp hill? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember, but yeah. If you're listening to this and you wish you had leagues, just start it up. Or I'm sure there's a way for you to find out if it's not. There's the disc golf scene. There's Facebook. There's all kinds of ways to figure out what type of local community you have. And if you don't have one, just just start doing it. And people will follow you. Yeah, everyone's looking to play play more and especially if you're picking up trash too. If you make it a trash league. Yep. Clean up your course and get to play disc golf all in one day. Makes you feel good. Maybe you'll get some people who need uh 
community service and they'll come out just to pick up the trash and then fall in love with disc golf. Could happen. Yeah, we could get in with the penitentiary system. There you go. Bunch of uh, murderers playing disc golf. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it'll be like uh the longest it's been yard. so normal you know i just couldn't help it it'll be like the longest yard you'll have a prison team and a cops team yeah <laughs> that'd be really good <laughs> you know oh man throw a disc stab <laughs> anyway kyle that's enough about what's going on in cast city How's everything going over in, is it Denver? Can I say Denver? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Colorado. In Colorado. How's everything going on in Colorado? Things are so good, Eric. I'm going to leave all that in, by the way. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's been great. The Monday tags has been fantastic. We've been getting anywhere from like, I don't know, 10 to 20, maybe a little bit above people. On a you know weekly basis, we're gonna keep going right into the winter. Fuck it! I just forgot. I actually forgot to mention to Garrett that he should do like a party or something for the end of the year. But yeah, that's been going on strong. I don't see that changing. It's been way too much fun. I feel like as long as you get that small core group of people that don't mind showing up to play. You know, no matter how many people show up, you know, like even if there's only four people, if you as long as you keep doing it every single week. Right. And that, you know, as long as there's that small core group, then eventually, right. Event, you know, you'll get four or five more people on top of it. And then eventually those will become more core people too, possibly, you know, for sure. But that's, that's how you get a group together. That's really what it is. Yeah. Well, that's been going great, and then I have my trash tags on, or the, you know, Clean Up Colorado on Tuesdays, so that'd be yesterday for when this comes out. We were cleaning up the dry dock over in Aurora, if you'd remember, that's actually the course that got me started on course cleanups. You've been doing it for a month now, haven't you? I think over. Okay, I knew it was like right around a month or just. I like think a this couple is five weeks. weeks. Okay, yep. that makes sense. So, getting there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, finally coming around to the course that got me obsessed with picking up trash because it was so trashed. And you just did dry docks by yourself, right? You never actually brought everybody there. True story. It was. Okay. It was my first. I was. I got there like an hour and a half early to warm up. And then I ended up just cleaning. Yeah. So have you played the course yet? or We played the first like six holes and then we gave up. It was, gotcha. I, I was disgusted. <laughs> I'm going to catch something here. I just wanted to leave. I, mm-hmm. I had never been to a course where it was so gross. It'll happen. It's sad that it'll happen, but it will happen. But it will happen, yeah. It, it was just, yeah. I didn't have enough trash bags. Just a, it's a city course, right? Like it's not. I think so. I honestly have no idea the history of it. Okay. Huh. Well, maybe I'll maybe I'll look up the history for you next week. Tune in next I'll probably week to forget. find out if Kyle forgot. He probably did. 
Well, excited to see how much trash you pick up from it. And... That should be a good course with a lot of trash to pick up. Uh, yeah. And then the tag should be fun. We've been having a great turnout this past week. We had a person bring his whole family. That was really cool. And uh, the coolest thing, too, is like one of the kids was like, oh, I want to get a claw so I can pick up trash at home, like, you know, around where we right. are. Just I was like, oh, fun. that's perfect. You know, like, it's literally what this is about. So so are you going to, like, uh, for, for like, uh, trash tags, are you going to paint, like, a golden claw and... You know, paint one, paint one gold, and whoever does the best—that's what they get to pick up the trash with the next time they show up. Honestly, I haven't figured it out yet because <laughs> I have so a bunch funny. of claws now, the and I'm working claw. on it. But yeah, I haven't. We just we're doing. We've done like a bunch of. We haven't done actual like tag stuff. We, the, there's yeah. cars for the Monday mix. We've done those right. tags, and then we've done like doubles, and then we played Ripped Revenge for the regular round. So it's been more yeah. like fun stuff. Yeah, no, for sure. I just thought it'd be funny, like whoever wins. Oh, but that's the idea for sure. Is once claw. I actually get trash tags. Yeah. Claws. Yeah, and it's hard to have enough tags that you can like send them home with the people, and if they don't show back up, you know, if they're busy the next week, then you got to find more claws for new people who might show up or whatever. That's the problem. Yeah. And also, sure. people bring their own claws. Okay. So it's also like they already have them. I don't want to give them a whole nother claw. Mm-hmm. Might be too big. Yeah. Can't can't just hook it on your bag. Easy peasy. Right. That's I think that's the problem. It's not quite a bag <laughs> tag thing. Right. But I yeah, I'm thinking it. about it. I might do like, you know, pieces of trash or something. Who knows? <laughs> Mmm, an old pack of cigarettes. Yeah, it had to be something pretty stable. Yeah. I feel old like if you bottle. found enough... I was thinking, like, if you found enough, like, uh, bottle caps. Like, you know, you could do beer bottle caps all the way from pop bottle caps to um, just water bottle caps. You know, something small and easy. Write, your, write a number on it. and. I'm hoping that once I get enough bottle caps, actually, that I can make some discs. Maybe I'll turn oh, okay. the discs into the tags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That'd be the cool. Thing. Yeah, for sure. Like minis, because mm-hmm. they're all gonna—they all have a spot that could be numbered anyway. So, yeah. Well, we'll—you'll f- figure it out when the time comes. I mean, good brainstorming session on the podcast, but hey, if you guys have any ideas, hit me up. Hit us. I'm obviously us thinking about Instagram. it. Or come on out, help me pick up some trash. I don't know yeah. where I'm going to be next week, but we're going to be doing it next week, too. 8 a.m. somewhere. Check out our Instagram. Um, And tune in next week, and he'll tell you where they were. And it'll be too late. That's how it works. Anyway, shout out to... I want to do a quick shout out to Ezra Aderhold for shooting the highest rated round of the year at 1099. 16 under at the Las Vegas Challenge and Haley King with 1052 rated round, 9 under at the Green Mountain Championship. So those are the two highest rounds of the year for MPO and FPO. Round of applause. Insane. Yeah. Pretty crazy. 16 under. That's nuts. Um... 
And I think we can get right into the contract. So I'm sure most of you people have heard by now, Drew Gibson signed a lifetime contract with Infinite Discs. Uh, it was multi-million dollars. There wasn't a whole lot of details on it that I have found yet. Um, but it did include he's going to design his own personal line through Infinite Discs. The big question I have is, is he going to redesign the Buzz? He throws the Buzz buzz everywhere. Is he going to design a mid-range that he's going to throw instead of the Buzz? Probably not. Maybe just like a Buzz... Point oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. You can't even really put Buzz on it because Buzz is Discraft and Infinite's owned by Innova. A bee? A bumblebee? A, yeah, or a hornet? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yep, I don't think there's a hornet. There's a wasp. There's a wasp. How about a murder hornet? Yeah, there we go. There we go, Drew. If you get that idea from us, just uh, message us, Drew, because I know you're oh, listening. Oh, that goes perfect with the murderers and the rapists. <laughs> <laughs> Always finds a way to tie us back in. Uh, I'm the worst. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to see Drew Gibson get it, such a big opportunity. Um, it gives everybody a much more... It gives all the professionals... A bigger possibility to not have to be sponsored by one company, but to be able to throw a mixed bag because he throws a mixed bag. So um, it's doable, I guess, is what it's it's what it's putting out there, which is cool. Lifetime contract is interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure there's like if both of them want out, I'm sure there's got to be something in there that if for some reason both of them want out of it, that they'd be able to, you know cancel the contract but um yeah you're almost wondering who's more at risk like is infinite more at risk or is drew gibson more at risk yeah probably holding hands hmm but you know in it together yeah yeah for sure but like you know what if drew gibson shows up next year and is just like absolute trash or I mean, he's not going to be, but, you know, this is, we're playing with fat. what ifs here. Huh? He's just like a fat guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just took the whole, whole offseason off. 500 pound man. Grew a Santa beard and can't even ready walk, of course. Yep. Um, or what if Infinite somehow, you know, after being the biggest, the leader in like selling discs online, just shuts down for no apparent reason. Then what is Drew Gibson going to do? Well, he'll probably sign with Discraft so he can throw the buzz. He also, on top of the huge deal, he also made a deal with Squatch Bags. They're kind of new this year. Uh, Their bags look a lot like a pound bag, but at the price of like a grip bag. I've heard a lot of good things about them. I have not tried anything yet because I only have one bag and... I don't need another one. He spends enough money on discs. He doesn't need to spend money on bags. Yep, but it is see- cool to see that they're you know already sponsoring players. I know there's a couple more pros out there with them. I don't know if they have a sponsor or if they're just trying them out. So hey, Squash, hit us up. 
but they look pretty nice. They look they're they look like pretty decent materials. You want me to do a little ad read for them? Squash has the most comfortable shoulder straps in the game. I would know because I wear a book bag. <laughs> there you go, Squatch. Hit us up. We got ads for you. Nailed it. That's how it works, right? You make an ad, then you get paid? Yeah. Yep. You don't even have to be sponsored by them. You just right. you made the ad. Where's our money? Yeah, thanks, Squash. <laughs> is, that, is that a fruit or a vegetable? It's Squatch, like Sasquatch. No, I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. He can read it, can he? <laughs> You tricked me. No, I'm just making really bad jokes. <laughs> On top of Drew Gibson's awesome contract deals, we had Kristen Tatar from Estonia who came over to America and absolutely blew everybody out of the water with her skills. She signed a 500000 four-year deal with Latitude 64, who was already her sponsor, um, she's now sponsored through 2025. Yes, I think that's math. Good for her. And she's one of the highest paid disc golfers, not just on the female side, just in general. She deserves it. She crushes. Yeah. I'm excited to see her more because they already said she'll be right there at Las Vegas Challenge and they're going to do their best to get her over to America for a lot of next year's tournaments. So. Let's go. Next year will be the year of the Kristen. Put your bets on that. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in following any of the sponsorship newses, com has an awesome table that they put up of any contract changes, extensions, moves, anything like that. Uh, it's just com. They, I would say, have the most disc golf news kind of readily available so hashtag not sponsored yet (laughs) we just want our pennies alter world hit us up this is the best place you'll get your news i've totally been there (laughs) it's just a penny an episode i just have to lie on all the ads right yeah (laughs) one more thing before we get into our awesome top five Paul Macbeth won the Paul Macbeth broke the world record for most wins. Paul Macbeth broke the record for <laughs> most money won in a single season for a professional disc golfer and then he went and donated all of it to the Paul Macbeth Foundation. So, light clap for Paul Macbeth. What a class act. Yeah, I mean he Everyone knows the deal he made. They were pretty wide open about it. And he doesn't need any more money. So now he's just going to build courses in places that don't have courses, which is awesome. So, Paul Macbeth, because I know you're listening, thank you. Hashtag grow the sport sustainably. And that's all I have to talk about. Three, two, one. Top five. Five. Oh, yeah. So, for our top five this week, we are going to give you guys our top five dream off-season sponsor changes. 
some of these aren't going to happen. Are pipe dreams. Yeah. They're just like things that we would like to see. I couldn't even find a list of contracts that were up um, this year to try to make them all like believable and make things that could happen, you know, next season. So Is these are just things that... a drug reference? I think so, yeah. I never realized that. <laughs> Sorry. I just, like, that whole time you were talking, I was just thinking about, what's a pipe dream? And then I was like, that's got to be drugs, right? I'm pretty sure. I'll look what it up after this episode. All right, I'm going to sure. look it up after this. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to kick it off with number five. I'm going to kick it off with, with my number five, and I would like to see Madison Walker get sponsored by Dynamic Discs. She took uh, 2020 off of disc golf because of COVID and Innova dropped her, or maybe she walked away. I don't know for sure, but she's been throwing a mixed bag all year, uh, and she puts with the classic wardens. And I want to see her get some uh, tour series wardens. That'd be cool. Team warden. So my number five is Gavin Rathbun. I'd like to see him go to Prodigy. I just think that he'd be able to, along with KJ and. Uh, Robot chicken. It'd be a good, a good, uh, maybe three musketeers situation, maybe a little bit of three stooges situation. It'd be pretty fun, I think. So, I just quickly, this is completely off topic, want to talk about how Chris Dickerson in tournament rounds is like so emotionless, and then he's such a shit talker in like practice rounds and. And in real life. Yeah, and in like, uh, what's it called? Uh, skins matches. Like, he's shit talking the whole time, which I agree. It's awesome. I love it. And I don't expect him to shit talk in the tournament, but. It's kind of the same thing with Heimberg. He's just like stone face in, in all of his tournament rounds. It's crazy. I want to see Marweed do a practice round or a skins. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Because he's emotionless as well yeah, in his sure. tournament mode. And I, don't get me wrong, I do the same thing. I will mm-hmm. not let anything, I don't show it in my face at all. Yeah, poker face the whole yeah. way. Well, just like, win, well, yeah, win or lose, that's, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I kind of try to be like the happy, try to be like the happy guy in the card if, uh, if everyone's just kind of quiet, you know, but. Oh, don't get me wrong, I'm the happy guy. I'm oh, a, okay. You know me. I'm a, I'm a puppy at all times. Yeah. But. <laughs> Kyle the puppy. I have been asked in an interview if I had a spirit animal, what would I be? And I said Corgi. <laughs> just so he can wag his butt. Yeah. No tail, just the butt. <laughs> um, but, 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 but. Time capsule, time capsule, time capsule, time capsule. Anyway. My number four, we just talked about If you get that reference, you're a beautiful fucking person. Go ahead, Eric. Anyway, my number four, we just talked about her. I wanted to see Kristen Tatar move to Dismania. Dismania just moved to Sweden, putting a bunch of money in Europe. And I love Dismania. 
It couldn't have happened even if she didn't sign this contract because she was already sponsored through 2022. I just wanted to see her on Discmania. What disc would you want her to have? The Logic. So the Logic is like almost a pure. The pure is what like her tour series is right now, and they they just put out a new one. But the Logic is literally like basically a pure. It's made by Latitude 64 or molded by Latitude 64 anyway, and they're almost the same exact disc. So it's an easy move. Oh, and in terms of a disc, I think that Rathbun would probably get, you know, like an FX2 or something stable, nothing crazy. What does he throw a lot of disc mania right now? Probably DD3s like everybody else. <laughs> My, yeah, right. My number four, <laughs> like literally everyone else, is <laughs> Drew Gibson. We just talked about him, and this is absolutely never going to happen because he just got a lifetime contract. But let's say Infinite goes out of business, lifetime contract dissolved. Let's see Drew Gibson head on over and take over EV7. He's going to be the CEO, and every disc that they produce will have his face on it. His face? I love it. Moving on. Yeah, no, uh, that'd be sweet. I think what EV7 <laughs> is doing with uh, creating putters, uh, you know, starting from the ground up instead of trying to create like a whole line of a discs, bunch of but, molds. Yeah. Yeah. Starting with just the putters, perfecting them before they move on. I don't know yep. what they what they have plans for the future, but hopefully big stuff. And it, I was hoping for Drew Gibson to be a huge part of it, but yeah. Yep. Unless he has multiple lifetimes, like a cat. He might. He he looks pretty dimble like a cat. Which disc golfer is the most cat-like? Let us know on the Instagram. <laughs> That's our next step five list. Anyway, number three. <laughs> I have, I would like to see Ella Hansen just move up in Discmania. I think Sky Team's like the number one, and I don't know if she's ready for that yet. It's her first year, but I just want her to get to a point where she can get her own tour series discs. Her own tour series disc, preferably like a CD2. I don't know if she throws a CD2, or maybe, you know, since uh, Nate Perkins dropped the FD as his tour series because he had three of them, maybe she can get a tour series FD because... I need me a Tour Series FD for this year. For sure. Next year. Somebody's got to have it. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that, Dismania? Someone has to have it. You heard it here probably a million times over, but... Yeah, Ella Hansen. My number three, Andrew Marweed. I want him to go to MVP. Yeah. Fully support this decision. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I don't have anything against Innova, um, but they have so many you know, big names. It's hard for anyone to kind of break out there. I mean, not really, but... No, but it is. So yeah. it's it's easier to be... Who else is on MVP besides Conrad? And you plus, you pointed out earlier, Conrad's backhand dominant. Marweed's a yeah. forehand dominant. To have them both on a team would be pretty sick. Yep. I mean, that's what Sarah Holcomb is right now. She's the forehand dominance to James Conrad's backhand dominance. 
But, you know, I think uh, Marawi to MVP makes sense. He's Michigan-based, so, you know, works for a Michigan company. I feel like he has probably grown as much as he can at Innova, so time to, you know, make a name for himself. Eric, what's your number two? Uh, My number two, another thing that probably never going to happen, but I have either Konopanis moves to Dismania or Colton Montgomery moves to Innova. Both of them have family high up in the, like, chain of command at both companies, so they probably won't be moving anytime soon or leaving anytime soon, but I thought it'd be cool if they could, you know, be on a team together. Mainly Konopanis to Dismania because I like Dismania more. No offense, Enva, because I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we love you too. You want to sponsor us? Give us money. <laughs> we'll we'll say nice things about you. Yeah. Even though we're trying to move all of your players. Right. We want to get rid of all of your players, but <laughs> we'll uh, change it if you say so. <laughs> Give me pennies. <laughs> oh, thanks. Pennies. That's all I need. Just a bag of pennies. Yeah. On to another Innova player. My number two, Nathan Queen. He needs to go anywhere that will give him champion money. He deserves it. He deserves it. And it's like, give him all the tour series discs, give him all the anything, anything he wants. Give it to him. It it may be a one-off situation. I mean, I think we'll still see him more, but that was one of the, like the most beautiful... Was it four rounds? The course is really set up to a lefty player, too. Or a forehand player. Nope, I, I think it's it's more of a lefty. It's how the disc comes in. I just think it's a lefty course, but that's just my opinion. I think it's a pretty fair course. And that's a fact. But it was one of the most beautiful like four rounds of disc golf that I have seen. I'm with you. Oh, if it's a lefty course, how come this is the first time we've ever seen a lefty get because that far Because there has not been it? a competitive lefty Chris Clemens at this was, level. Chris Clemens was in it last year. I don't think that Chris Clemens has ever been at like a championship caliber. Nathan Queen still technically this year wasn't at a championship caliber until I, yeah, USDGC. Agreed. And he just happened to have a fantastic tournament. But, I mean, like, you know, he does have that potential whereas i i don't know if clemonade does i haven't seen oh, it oh he does haven't seen Clemonade's it sick have you seen it happen has he ha, what, what what tournaments did he win this year we don't count if they have the the skills to do it by how many wins they have i know but it's just like i don't know i just i thought he was gonna have a bigger year so maybe it's just like you know that kind of confirmation bias for me you thought Kevin Jones was going to have a big year this year, too. Oh, my gosh, I did, didn't I? I put all my <laughs> eggs in the Kevin Jones basket. Yep. Smashed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eric? We have a number one. We have a number one together. Because me and Kyle, like cheat. Kyle and I both want to see Calvin Heinberg be the face of a company. Right. Again, sorry, Innova. If you want to sponsor us, give us pennies. We'll not say this, but Kelvin Heinberg, get out of Innova. Get out of there. We think he is, I don't want to say like the future of disc golf, but we think he's going to eventually be 
you know. No, let's just say it. He is the future of disc golf. All right. He's the future of disc golf. And we want him to get every, all the money he deserves. We want him to make a James all the recognition type move where, I mean, MVP, a great company. They had good players, but they didn't have any amazing players. And that's what we want to see Calvin Heinberg do is move to a company that doesn't have Take any amazing players. Yeah. Quadruple quadruple their sales overnight. Yeah. So that's what we'd like to see. We just wrote down Millennium question mark because then he can still throw Innova manufactured discs and he doesn't have to get rid of his Draco. So win, win, win. Yeah. Quickly. I don't think Calvin wants that, though. I think he wants to focus more on his disc golf career, which is fine. Again, these are all kind of our hopes and dreams of what we wish we could see. <laughs> now is our top five list. And that was episode number 40, where we talked about our personal disc golf life. Some of the big contracts that have already happened in the disc golf world. And we gave you our top five dream contracts for the 2022 season again probably none of them will happen except for maybe the ella hansen one (laughs) thank you so much for listening if you made it to this point in the episode you're the best you guys episode 40 our uh podcast is gonna have a midlife crisis soon uh we had that at like episode 10 (laughs) oh okay then we made it past our i passed what our life would have been because yeah we just enjoyed right, doing this de- so much end of life crisis yep we thought we thought we'd be done by now but we are love we a it. geriatric podcast no 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 <laughs> uh fuck well that was fun good chatting with you bud uh see what you were guys we next week we'll see you guys next week or here you'll hear us next week or something yeah, I never mentioned that this is a weekly podcast. We come out every Wednesday. Never mentioned that this entire episode. <laughs> Good job, Kyle. Catch you guys on the flip side. <laughs>